0: Welcome back to Paying for Attention, another episode where we talk all things paid media. Uh, I'm Keegan Brown, CEO of Megathos, and I'm joined here today by Andrew Hollington, our VP of Operations. Today, we're going to be talking about five paid media updates to do after a site redesign. And really, the idea here is um, we've seen a lot of uh, clients over the years uh, redesign their site, uh, maybe switch platforms, uh, maybe just do a refresh, um, and... uh, every single time something goes wrong, uh, whether it's our fault, their fault, both of ours. Uh, so definitely something that you know impacts paid media and something that we wanted to talk about. Um, so if you're looking at doing a redesign, this is definitely the episode for you. So first things first, Andrew, you know, my, one of my favorite topics is tracking. And one of the biggest things that we see uh, right after a redesign is tracking issues. Um, so um, in your experience, in those tracking issues, what, what have you seen?
1: Uh, I mean, the most obvious one is the tags drop off in one way or another. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the developer or developers forget to paste in the, the, the source code, um, or they forget altogether to put GTM back on the site mm-hmm. where we had all of our Uh, all of our tags in the first place. So, obviously, that's the first place to look. Are your tags still there? Yeah. Um,
0: Which has made Google Tag Manager extremely important, right? Yep. Instead of having to remember the 30 different tags you had on your site, now you just really need probably one, maybe a couple different ones, but Google Tag Manager can really house all of those. So, yeah, I agree. Tags just Dropping off in between the the transition.
1: Yeah, the the other one is is obviously uh, conversion conversion points. So yeah. um, when we're when we're talking paid media specifically, right? It's uh, it's all about the the conversion points. So are are they carried over? Do they have the same uh, thank you pages, for example? Mm-hmm. Um, the events might have completely changed. You might have to go in and reset conversion actions. Um, Things like that. So, so what do you look for in, in in those types of things?
0: Yeah, I mean, first thing is like you said, make sure that tracking is set up right, yeah. or that you know tags are on the site. Um, but also just having a, a conversation before they even are doing you know change the website is talking about are the same conversion events going to be transferred over? Like if you have like a request a quote form, great. Is that going to be on the new site? Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Is any of the old ones going to be falling off? Are you switching from a request an appointment to schedule online and now you have a whole new portal, which is a different call to action, um, you know, different uh, event, different, you know, thank you page, whatever, um, making sure that you have that conversation. And so. Making sure that you look for the old ones and those are you know carried over, but also are there gonna be any new conversion events that we should be aware of so that, you know, either the developers or us can actually help set up uh, that, that new conversion action on the new site?
1: Yeah, I think I mean if it's possible, have the client on on the paid media side have the client give you access to the staging site so that you can click around and you Mm -hmm. can start to understand what are the the new conversion points what are the new ctas because that got me thinking a little bit keegan that yeah you're you're thinking on the technical side you know are are those are those conversion points still the same but what about on the ad copy side right Right. you know you got me thinking like are you changing from request a demo to request more information well that's going to be a important in our copy and we we probably shouldn't say have the same cta for a for a different conversion point right so yeah that's definitely important um i mean the the next big one that we definitely want to jump into is is urls are the is the url structure the same that's going to be super important in in paid media of course and and uh the the sooner we can get the the urls and start planning and uh mapping Mapping landing pages to add copy and things like that, the the better on our end for in, in paid media. What what are your other considerations on URL updates?
0: Yeah, I mean, I want to just acknowledge that most of the time our team does ask, and we've we've seen people ask, and nine times out of ten clients say, oh no no URL ch- or change yeah. right, and then comes back. There's a slight change. Yep. It's you know they add an S to the end or a dash, you know, instead of an underscore, whatever, right? and it completely messes up all of our ads. Uh, but yeah, so that's the first thing, is making sure that we get a list of URL changes um, so that we can really make sure. Um, all Obviously, double check after the site goes live, make sure none of your ads got disapproved. Um, if there are changes, <clears throat> um, really making sure that you also don't forget site links. That's something that you know we update you know the main ad copy or um, you know the final urls but we forget about site links or you know maybe even internal links on paid media landing pages right maybe your paid media landing page didn't change at all but if that for some reason was linking to a thank you page or um you know a, a deeper link into a service page making sure that that's also not broken and you know giving a bad experience once they get to that landing page
1: and obviously, thank you pages. That's super yeah. important as well. Get yeah. the thank you page. Like, don't forget to ask those. Yeah. Like, those might be forgotten in the process. Don't mm-hmm. forget to ask for the thank you pages because if those change at all, you you need you should definitely get ahead of it and update the, uh, I don't know, if you're using the Google Ads conversion goals or or ideally, like, you're using uh, uh, GTM, you know, goals and things like that. You can get ahead of that and, and make sure that that's good to go as soon as this new site goes live.
0: Yeah, I mean you can create those separate triggers, right? Yep. Um add those triggers to those tags so it doesn't actually have any impact until that site technically changes over and then it's already done. It's already done for you. It's not you don't have to go in afterwards and, and fix it. You can be, you know, proactive that way. So yeah, definitely a good good call out there.
1: Beauty of GTM making our internal ad tech engineers' life e- so much easier. <laughs> yeah. He loves it. <laughs> we love it too. Uh, the other big one is if you're an e-commerce site, uh, definitely look at Merchant Center. Is mm-hmm. this going to affect your uh, your products right? S- same idea as URLs, but are, do any of your product ch- uh, are any of your products changing? Are any of the paths of product categories changing? All of that's super important in, in an e-commerce site. What are some other things you look at?
0: Yeah, I mean, especially if you're changing, you know, e-commerce platforms, if you're going from WooCommerce yeah. to Shopify or Shopify to Magento or, you know, any of those different changes, all the different parameters change, right, of what they're calling price or brand or where your G10s go, right? And this is something we've seen with several e-commerce clients over the last six months is, um, you know, they make this change and then all of these issues start popping up in Merchant Center, your shopping ads, you know, start to uh, tank and um definitely something that can be handled uh beforehand and um you know uh so that's that's really the big thing and then um you know part of that too is is making sure that there's a a feed management plan right Mm -hmm. if you're switching sites you probably have to change your 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 feed um and the the feed management tool that you're using um and definitely, just something there that you'd want to make sure you have a plan for, because if you don't, um, if your products get through to the Merchant Center, uh, there's likely going to be some 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 errors and things like that, and decreased visibility for some time. So.
1: Yep. So I uh, the biggest thing you touched on there is plan. I think plan is the biggest thing. We've seen clients that are you know maybe not not super technical. They go to their developer and they say, Hey, I want to switch from WooCommerce to Shopify. I've heard Shopify is great. Um, that's awesome, but stop, take a second, ask all of your agencies Mm -hmm. what you need to be doing because we've seen, uh, jumping into it too soon and it drastically impacts not only paid, but SEO. And when that happens, that's a huge chunk of your traffic that you're either losing visibility, you're losing traffic, uh, which means you're losing buyers, which means you're losing revenue, which is just like, that's, that's not good. So plan it out make sure you take some time understand what you're doing understand the why right like keegan said earlier it's hopefully you're doing it for a good reason and not just shopify is prettier um but um no know the reason talk to the develop the developer the seo agency the paid agency make a plan
0: yep and and one thing again just um it's a little bit more technical but if you're definitely if you're switching from like a woocommerce to like a shopify or if you are changing platforms you will probably have to change your feed right Mm -hmm. and one thing that we've noticed with shopify is that um it defaults to taking in the seo um the seo product description now if you've optimized your product descriptions for shopping ads in another platform and you switch over to shopify now your now your whole you know product feed is not going to be as optimized as it was before for shopping ads uh you know because shopify is defaulting to the seo description so just something there again that you know you want to make sure that if you, if those if you've been making you know description optimizations and title optimizations make sure you carry that over into shopify uh change out those settings um make sure that you keep up the same performance you had before
1: absolutely uh, number four big uh kind of thing to look out for on a site redesign is Pretty obvious, but um, you would. uh, It's pretty common though, and it's conversion rate issues. Like, it's just obviously look out for this, right? Um, If you make honestly, if you make any change to the website, even one page, you're you're gonna look for conversion rate issues. So, if you're changing the whole website, um, this is a big place to look. So, um, places, yeah. So, so really, places to look are like what what were your previously highest converting pages in analytics? Um, do a before and after comparison in GA. Um, what is the conversion rate looking like? You know, are are we good with that? Is there, are there issues? If there are issues, is it a tracking issue or is it a page issue or is it a, you know, technical issue? So um, start to troubleshoot that way.
0: Yeah, and I mean, <clears throat> and this is where, you know, the point of, Hopefully, there's a good reason behind a site redesign. Hopefully, there's been some research in conversion rate optimization. You've done some heat map study, you know, research. You've done some uh, analytics research. You've done some maybe user testing. Um, you've done some A/B testing to understand what's working better in terms of messaging and design and layout um, before you just go make a change because your brand team thinks that this is prettier than than the current page or anything or current site mm-hmm. because. Uh, you know, the the goal of most websites is to get people to take an action. And if you just do a, uh, if you just make a prettier site, and they're taking less, less people are taking action, uh, you just wasted a lot of time, a lot of money, um, just to lose more money, right? So uh, definitely something there that, you know, we highly, highly recommend doing some conversion rate optimization planning before you actually do a site redesign before you even really get into the 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 mock-ups of a new site you should really be doing that certain that testing and and we've seen with some of our, our clients um, one of our healthcare clients uh, launched a new site last October and um, huge site a lot of traffic and their conversion rate afterwards crushed it it was mm-hmm. so good because they did all that necessary work up front and their conversion rate increased significantly and I mean now our campaigns and their SEO everything's working so much better than it used to um, because of that and unfortunately We all too often see the opposite where they don't do that work they don't do that research they do it because it's prettier or just more updated and they see a giant conversion rate decrease and and then they start blaming agencies right
1: yep yeah that's that's a huge thing far too often do you see a client say my site's just out of date Mm -hmm. i just need a new i just need a new prettier site and that's not a good reason or maybe 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 that's an okay reason but to keegan's point do that research because you, I guarantee you're going to see a conversion rate difference, good or bad. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's good, right? Because changing a site and if you're just changing the font and colors and buttons around a little bit, even that it's that's a UX change. Someone's experience is going to be different than mm-hmm. it was before, which means UX change means conversion rate change. So definitely just consider it. It's it's uh, it's put in that work because it's really important.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, lastly, you know, the last thing for paid media uh, chain or updates to do after a uh, uh, site redesign, this isn't so much of an update as it is just for kind of a warning out there for everybody, you know, um, and it's something, again, that we've seen is uh, think about the impact this is going to have, not just for conversion rate, but for things like SEO. A uh, Site redesign, there's a lot of things that can go wrong, and again, we've seen it too often, that... You know, you forget to index certain pages. You uh, forget about your internal linking. A um, bunch of other technical issues that you know we're not experts on. Yeah. But we do know enough to say, hey, your website was getting 100,000 visitors per month from SEO or from organic channels, and now it's getting 40,000. You're losing out on 60% of your traffic, and while that's not really our problem as you know paid media uh, specialists it is because it will start to impact other channels every channel if it's a significant portion of their site as soon as that has a significant increase or decrease it will impact other channels and this is a very very common issue where site redesign happens seo tanks and then you know paid channels start to suffer um on top of possible conversion rate issues right so um definitely a big thing there that we'd want to make sure that you know if if you have a client or you're on a paid media team and your company's about to you know make a big website change um, definitely something to be thinking about and planning for that seo impact
1: on a on the paid media side for a, a less technical client like let's be real the client doesn't fully understand basically if if all traffic tanks they're gonna see worse performance. Mm-hmm. If a client is not super technical, they're not gonna know what's causing it. Paid right. media, t- yell, paid media team is the first to get yelled at every single time. Yep. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I've been on, I've been on both sides of the coin, and I've been yelled at more as the, as the paid media team, just because uh, non technical clients feel like we as paid media teams can pull levers, and and honestly, we can a little a little bit, but like if if all all boats are sinking we're kind of the ones that get thrown under the bus. So, um, <laughs> it starts and, to pull down paid media. Right? Yeah, it, and, it does. And it's, it's a rising tide lifts, lifts all boats type situation. And let's, let's make sure no boats sink so that we're all good right? and, and we're all happy and we're all successful and prospering.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks Andrew. So yeah, thank you for everyone for uh, tuning in again. Um, just five things to really look for when, uh, When you're changing after a site redesign for paid media so just making sure that you know urls are up to date tracking's there your uh if your e-commerce your merchant account is all clean Um, conversion rate is going to stay strong and hopefully improve afterwards and making sure there's no giant seo impact um, that's going to bring down your paid media results so uh, those are the five things to kind of update slash look at Um, hope you all got some value out of this and uh, see you next time